you started your career by getting up on stage that no one told you to get up on, saying a bunch of shit no one wanted you to say. So, tits up. <laughs> Hello, everybody. That quote is from Susie Meyerson from the amazing show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. If you have not seen that yet, and if it's still on your to-watch list, I highly, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Um, and I'm sorry if there were sensitive ears in the house. I didn't preface that with a warning label. So um, you might want to take me off speaker because this is definitely 18 plus conversation. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to another mini cast or solo episode of Have a Seat Conversations with Women in the Workplace podcast. I am your host, Deborah Coleman. Well, hello, summer. Well, for those of us in the United States, right? For the for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, it is summer time for us. We are entering into our summer solstice, June through, well, let's just say Memorial Day, our Memorial Day through our Labor Day, which is end of May to the beginning of September for those of us in the United States. If you are tuning in from a different part of the world, good for you. And I'm so jealous. I wish I could join you in a different locale this summer. I would absolutely love it. Um, but whatever the season is for you, whether it be warm or cold or something in between, welcome to it. This is hopefully a new solstice for you as well and with new beginnings and new changes and new adventures on the horizon for the next couple months. And so that's sort of where I'm coming from this with this episode, which is titled Summer Love and the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, I, I chose that because there's two things I want to quickly talk to you about in this mini cast, which is self-care for us in the summer months, again, for us in the United States in the summer months, and the show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So let's get to it, shall we? Welcome back again to another minicast episode. For those of you who may not be as familiar, these are episodes where I steal the mic from my guests for a few minutes and share with you about once a month or so, just some um, topics that have just floated into my orbit, like in the next, in the, in the previous weeks, or maybe even yesterday, right? It's just whatever motivates me to grab the mic and share with you all. And so we can have our little moment together. Um, I love sharing you with my amazing guests, of course, but every once in a while, I like to just grab the mic and converse with you one-on-one, -on -one, just the two of us. So if you'll allow me a few minutes today, I would love to talk to you again about summer love, summer care for ourselves, and the show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Now, I promise that if you haven't, if you are a fan of the show or haven't started it, and you haven't quite gotten to the final season or that final episode yet, I am not giving anything away. So um, other than that quote I quoted at the beginning of this mini cast came straight from the final season. It was during one of the episodes in the final season, um, but I won't say anything more than that. And for those of you who are caught up, like myself, who finished the season, um, hopefully you'll enjoy this as well. Um, and maybe you recognize that quote from Susie. Um, so, you know what, while we're talking about Mrs. Maisel, let's just keep that theme going, shall we? Um, the reason why I, t I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the show is because if you are a fan of Amy Palladino, who is the show creator, or again, or just a fan of, of the Marvelous Mrs. Mabel, Marvelous Mrs. Mabel show, again, on Amazon Prime, um, it is such a celebration of women in the workplace um, because... <laughs> 
as you may or may not know, Midge Maisel is trying to make it out there on her own. She is bucking tradition of what, uh, you know, a woman should be expected to do in that time frame in American history. Um, she is not just staying home and raising kids and baking and making dinner for her husband and baking desserts and waiting with a martini for her husband when he comes home from work and massaging his feet and being that good little dutiful wife, right, that we uh, all kind of picture the late 50s and 60s as as that type of Stepford wife syndrome, if you will, right? She says, no, F this, I want to be a comedian and I want to go out and I want to go on the road and I have a dream, God damn it, I have a dream and I want to realize it. And the funny thing is her dream, it was her husband's. Like, I think he had designs of being a comedian and then she uh, again, I, a little bit of a spoiler for those who may not have seen it. Um, after sort of a frustrating time in her life, she left the house in a huff and went to this bar where they had like a stand-up mic night and she took to the mic and lo and behold, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel was born on stage right before our very eyes. And um, her jokes are very relatable to what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a working woman, uh, what it means to be a woman of a certain faith, um, what it be means to be a mother, a wife, a daughter. Um, and it's just, it's such, again, the show itself in its entirety is, as again, it is a great homage to the working women out there. And so not only do you have the character of Midge Maisel, but you also have her manager, Susie Meyerson, who is just a kick in the pants. Listen, she is not perfect. Nobody on the show is perfect. Even her parents, her children, her spouse, nobody is perfect. We see them in all their glory, their flaws, their good moments, their bad moments, their challenging moments when they shine, when you literally are sitting on the couch, you know, and you get up from underneath all the blankets, you know, if you're like me, I just, I just cuddle in with a bunch of blankets and you throw the blankets off and you are just like low key clapping for these characters. You're like, yes, good for you. You know, um, there's so much going on there and the women that, and the way they are written and what they experience, I promise you, and this is a huge promise and you know me, I don't like to do, make these overarching statements very often in my solo episodes or even during the interviews with guests. I'm very cautious because I understand we all have different lived experiences and I don't like to make blanket statements. So I'm really coming at this very cautiously, but I am such a fan of this show that I'm willing to take the risk of you getting frustrated with me, rolling your eyes and turning this podcast off right now. Um, but if you are a woman, no matter your journey in life, um, no matter if you are a, if you're working within the home, outside the home, remote employee, back brick and mortar, whatever your journey in your career, you will identify with some semblance of this show, something will resonate with you. I, and I know that is a huge statement. That is very bold. And if after you finish this entire show um, and you feel differently, please hit me up. Please write to me. I want to have a conversation with you because I think that would be an incredible teachable moment. But I am making a proclamation here and now. 
my friend, if you are a woman in the workplace and you watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel in its entirety, stick with it. Even if after the first couple shows, you're like, this is not for me. I don't know what Deb was talking about. Please stick with it. Keep watching. And I promise when the credits roll on that very last episode of the series, and if you sit with yourself for just 30 seconds, I guarantee there is at some point in this entire show, in the entire episodes of all the seasons, there is a moment that one of these female characters experiences that will land differently because it will resonate with you. You'll be like, yeah, uh uh-huh, that, yes, that was me, that is me, that will be me. Because I think the show does a beautiful job of really talking to the female experience in the workplace and what it means to hustle and to make ourselves be seen and heard and trusted Um, And given a shot and given another shot and to fail and to pull ourselves up by the quote I said in the beginning of the show, literally tits up, do it again, do it again and keep coming hard and keep getting up on that bike and keep trying no matter whatever your mountain is that you're trying to climb, whatever your, your professional struggle is, I'm talking professionally here, right? Women in the workplace, um, whatever that, that Goliath is for you as David and, you know, referencing the David and Goliath, um, whatever that Goliath is for you, get back up, tits up. Let's do it again. We have no choice but to be successful in whatever that looks like for you. And maybe success is flipping the bird at the situation and saying, I'm out. You know, I've given my all. I'm tired. I am protecting myself and I'm leaving the situation. Um, That to me spells success because you recognized that you needed to put yourself first. And so good for you. Um, So Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I think it's a wonderful representation of what it means, again, to be a woman in the workplace. And along those lines, really quickly, I just want to also do another quote from the show. This one is by Midge Maisel. And um, it goes like this. I'm just going to dive into it and digest it and take from it what you will. But I think this is so beautiful, which is why I literally stopped the show and wrote it down and then (laughs) added it to my show notes for this episode. So here we go from Miss Ma- from Midge Maisel, the character, the main character in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel show on Amazon Prime. Why do women have to pretend to be something that they're not? Why do we have to pretend to be stupid when we're not stupid? Why do we have to pretend to be helpless when we're not helpless? Why do we have to pretend to be sorry when we have nothing to be sorry about? Why do we have to pretend we're not hungry when we're hungry? Again, Midge Maisel said that. And friend, I, I there's so much there. It would be too much to unpack in this minicast episode because, again, I try to keep these on the short side. Um, but you can take that in so many ways. But the top two ways you can take that is quite literally – You know, when you're hungry, you're starving, but you don't want to become across as a starving bitch. So you just take that little kumquat or that little kiwi or that little piece of salad and you're like, oh yeah, I'm full. This is good. I'm good. 
you know, or you order an appetizer when everybody around you is ordering entrees, you know, whatever that is for you, or you decline dessert, even though you're like, God damn, that key lime pie sounds good, right? Um, and why do we pretend to be stupid just to, to win favor of the house? right? To win favor of our coworkers. So we don't come across as overbearing or we don't come across as that bitch at work, right? Why do we pretend when we shouldn't pretend? So you can take those words quite literally at their meaning, or you can take, you can go a little deeper with them. And, and when it comes to, for example, the hungry statement, why to pretend not to be hungry? Well, instead of being literally stomach growling hungry, why do we pretend we're not ambitious, why do we pretend we don't have goals? Why do we pretend we, we want to go after the brass ring? Why do we pretend we don't want to be in a leadership role? Why do we pretend we don't want to be an entrepreneur and be, on our, and our, be on, out on our own and do our own thing? Why do we pretend to not be hungry in that regard, right? To, to appease other people, to fit into someone else's shoe, right? That shoe didn't fit Cinderella's sisters, but it sure fit her. And she wore it proudly, right? All the way to that palace with the prince, right? So why do we pretend to be less than? Why do we make ourselves small in order to make others feel more comfortable, in order to fit into their stereotypical mold? So I loved that quote. I think that was both literal and philosophical. Um, I think that hit, at least it hit me differently. As soon as the character said that, I was like, wait a minute, stop, pause, rewind. I am writing that down because I think in terms of my podcast and one of the whys for why I started along this journey specifically for women in the workplace, it speaks to that exactly. I wanted to give a space for women to shine and to feel free to talk about their wins and their accomplishments along with their challenges, frustrating moments, and failures in a safe space. And to know that they had an empathetic and compassionate ear, not only in me, but in you as well as the listener. And so this show, again, I can't, I could go on and on, but it is such a wonderful representation and again, homage to women in the workplace and what we go through on just such a, a broad scale. There isn't a woman out there in whatever work capacity you are doing that can't, that this show will not touch something, something for you as you have gone along your career journey. So highly recommend The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. Check it out. Um, if you have already and you are as just a big a fan as I am, hit me up. Let's chat. I would love to have you on the show. I'll do a part two gladly. And we can dissect this show a little bit further or, or talk about some favorite quotes of yours or favorite moments or maybe how this show landed for you. Um, so all about it. All right, so that's the first half of the show. Um, the second half, as I as in the title, the title promises summer of love. So um, for those of you who maybe are a little older than I am, a little bit more seasoned, um, you're a rock star and I love you. Thank you for the lessons you bring us and you teach us as you go about your daily lives. Um, but like, no, this is not a tribute to the peace-loving hippies of the, <laughs> the 60s and 70s summer of love, right? Um, uh this is really about finding some self-care in the summer months. Again, in the United States, it is we're entering into the summer. Um, this is about 
really finding yourself this summer and caring for yourself in the next couple months. And it's going to look different. I always say this in my shows, or at least I try to. Everyone's journey this summer is going to look different, right? But I'm my point here is I really implore you. I have a homework assignment. Um, I implore you to find some time for yourself this summer, even if it's just to spend a few minutes, right? Read, get up early, read that, read a chapter of your favorite book, grab a cup of Joe or a cup of tea or, you know, whatever your favorite beverage is in the early mornings or late evenings, take five to 10 minutes for yourself. You know, sit with yourself for a little bit. The time is there. You just have to make it. I know, I know you have so many obligations. There's partners, there's kiddos, there's parents, there's, you know, anything and everything. There's work, there's trips, you know, all of that. I am going to be a little bit of a contrarian here and say, I know you can steal five to 10 minutes for yourself. I really don't believe that you are that incredibly busy, which I hate that word busy sidebar, that you along your summer journey, as you take your trips, as you do your road trips, your flights, your cruises, you know, whatever it is for you, you can't steal five to 10 minutes of yourself. And what prompted me to to talk about this is if you follow me on LinkedIn, not too long ago, I posted a graphic and it was called Monday must-haves. And in my little like, you know, post before the graphic, I said, let's change this to summer, shall we? And here are the words that were on that graphic. And this is what I, I, this is my wish for you this summer. Compassion for yourself. An optimistic attitude. Belief in your self-worth. Time to rest and unwind, self-loving boundaries, and one of my favorites and the last one, the promise of possibilities. You know, I know those words, they, oh, they sound so pretty, you know, glittery unicorn rainbow, you know, (laughs) and I think there are like, there's on the graphic, there's like hearts and sunshines and flowers, you know, and yes, that's all nice at like the surface level. But let this, I challenge you, your homework assignment this this summer, apply at least one of those, at least one of those. And, uh, I, you know, believe in yourself this summer and whatever you're tackling, believe you can do it or try just flipping the script and looking everything from a positive perspective this summer, you know, oh my gosh, we ran out of gas on our way to visit Aunt Sarah in, you know, Iowa. Okay. Hey, you went out of gas, but maybe you were able to spend some quality family time while you waited for the tow truck. Or maybe you happened to run out of gas in this really cool, funky little town and you were able to have like one of the best burgers you've ever had in your life. I don't know. I'm being totally silly here, but you get the drift. Like, yes, we can easily say, God, God, we ran out of gas. You should have checked the gas gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we can turn it around and try to look at it through a positive light. I mean, you know, okay, this goes without saying, there are some things that will you will you may encounter this summer that honestly do call for a more solemn, introspective, quiet, grieving, dare I say, moment. So I'm not speaking to those, okay? Those need to be treated with the respect and grace and space that they deserve. 
I'm talking about those summer moments (laughs) that are tied to like family trips or vacations or whatever, you know, things that we all know what, you know what I'm talking about. Those lit, those not so big kind of like, they just like get under your skin, like, you know, why are there so many flies at this picnic? That's really annoying. Or I overburnt the chicken I had on the grill. Or why do the kids just want to go to the beach all the time? Don't they want to just sit still and just chill out in the hotel room for five minutes? You know, those kind of moments where you're like, really though, you know, hear me in your head when you experience those moments. It's like, hey, so the kids want to go to the beach every every five minutes. Who cares? Go to the beach. You know, let them have the beach time. You can sit and relax while they frolic in the sand and play in the ocean. You know, of course, keep your eye on them. Make sure they're safe. Um, you know. Okay, so you burnt that burger. Who cares? So you burnt the burger, but you were able to supply food for your family, right? Everybody's eating and having a good time at that backyard barbecue, right? Pop a beer or pop a margarita or pop a wine cooler, whatever it is for you, and chill the fuck out and enjoy your meal, right? I mean, whatever it is, let's just not go from zero to 60 and make the mountain out of a molehill out of these silly little summer grievances or summer annoyances. Let's try to look at things a little bit through a more positive mindset, right? And at the very end of the day or beginning of the day or maybe the middle of the day, I implore you, take five to 10 minutes for yourself. I don't know what that looks like. And quite honestly, I I, I don't, I say this, but I don't mean it in a mean way. I don't care. It's anything you want it to look like. Light a candle for 10 minutes, think about your life choices, and then blow out the candle and get on with your day. I don't know. Or maybe it's in the commute home. Maybe you're not really going anywhere this summer. Maybe it is business as usual. You know, you're going into the office every day. No worries there. That's great. Good for you. There's nothing wrong with that. I absolutely am on the same train as you, though I work remotely. But anyway, no vacations really planned this summer. Um, but if you commute, maybe you can just take five to 10 minutes in the car for yourself. And what that, what does that look like? I don't know. Maybe you're listening to me. Maybe you're listening to another podcast. Maybe you are calling a good friend you haven't called in a while. Maybe you call a parent, a sibling, your spouse. Um, maybe you do hop on a call with your kids. Or maybe you just sit. Here's an idea. Sit in silence. Sit in silence as you're going down that country road or as you're sitting in on the 405 freeway in L.A. with nothing but taillights in front of you um, or, you know, maybe <laughs> whatever it looks like for you, wherever you 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 are in this in this world. Take five to 10 minutes for yourself this summer. Let this be the summer of self-love. Do a little self-discovery. Here's the second challenge, and then I'll, I'll stop with the challenges because I know when people hit me with challenges, I'm like, really, though? Um, do something different this summer. If you've never ziplined, zipline. If you said you were going to start walking and you're like, oh, I'm so fat, I want to gain, I want to lose 10 pounds, I need to start walking. Here's an idea. Start walking. You know, whatever it is, think outside the box. Do something different this summer that maybe you have never done or something that's on that so-called bucket list. Um, And it doesn't have to involve like bodily harm, you know, (laughs) just saying start that book or finish that book. Start that podcast that you wanted to listen to that's been in your library forever. Hit play. Listen to an episode, you know, um, splurge, get your toes done. Go get that hair color that you've been Pinteresting and dying to do. Go do it. Like make the summer of 2023 good for you is what I'm trying to say. Take time for yourself is your first homework assignment and whatever that looks like for you. And second homework assignment, do something different that do something that you've either been putting off that's been sitting on your bucket list for the last nine months. Um, Just do it. Clean out the closet. You know, maybe it's as simple as that. Organize your kitchen. 
you know, uh, whatever that looks like for you. Go ahead and do this. Look back when Labor Day rolls around this year. Look back and say, you know what? This was a kick-ass summer because I fill in the blank. Whatever that means for you, do it. Friends, I was reminded this week that life is too short. A friend of mine passed, a fellow admin. And, you know, it's in moments like that where you just realize, you know what? Time remain. We have not, 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 you know, life is short. It's what time we have left. It's our time remaining. And so make it count this summer. Don't let this summer go by with any type of, oh, I should have, you know, kind of moments. Really? I know you're probably going to have those, but let's try to minimize those. You know, maybe have one or two, oh, I should have, instead of like 10 to 15, oh, I should have's right? And I'm holding myself accountable as well. I don't tell you anything. I don't tell myself. So um, I don't know yet what my, <laughs> what, what I'm going to pick off my bucket, le- bucket list yet this summer, except I do have some books in my library that I haven't started yet. So I think I will up my reading game this summer. So that's something that I'm promising to do. Um, and then I have begun, I have started since Memorial Day. Um, I do take a few minutes at the end of my workday. Again, I work remotely, so I shut everything down. I leave my home office and I take my little fur baby because the hubby isn't home from work yet. And I sit outside on my back patio. I sit outside. It is a little warm here in Nevada, so I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That's challenging. But you know what? I get my little vodka tonic and I turn on my fan and I grab my book. Sometimes I don't. I turn on Pandora on my favorite radio station of the day, right? Because it changes every day. And I just take some time. You know, I take, for me, it's about 30-ish minutes before it gets a little too hot to stay out there. Um, But I do. I just take some time to wind down my day. You know, and so I am actually executing on what I requested you to do. So um, let's do it together. Let's do it together. And again, click the link in the show notes. Visit my website. There is a be a guest form and a contact me form. Let me know. If Labor Day rolls around, let me know how it went for you. I would love to hear from you or reach out to me on LinkedIn or shoot me an email. Or there's also a voicemail app function there too if you're so inclined so I would love to hear like were you successful in your summer of self-care your summer of love um and did you start the the marvelous Mrs. Maisel or did you finish it what are your thoughts I want to know those too so in any case reach out to me I'd love to communicate and stay in touch um but most of all friend have a wonderful summer Whatever that means for you, I know it's going to look different for everybody listening. So make it count in whatever you do this summer, whoever you spend it with, um, make it count. Make it count. Look back with very little to no regrets once Labor Day rolls around. Okay? Those of us in the United States. Now, if you're listening and you're not in the United States and you're like, what the heck is a Labor Day? Um, When September, when the month of September, we all have that in common, right, Um, rolls around for you, I hope you can look back on the last three months, June, July, and August, with some sense of self-love and self-accomplishment. Okay? All right. Well, as always, you guys, Stay safe, be well, and remember, keep having those conversations. And as always, check out the link in my show notes to be directed to my website where you will find an amazing library of conversations that I've had with incredible guests. I feel free to check those out this summer. Maybe you'll maybe you'll land on a show that I've done that that will be your five to ten minutes of quietness, right? I have a fantastic library of guests with a vast amounts of experience and knowledge. 
and just life journeys to share with you. So check those out. You will also find um, a section of these, of my mini casts, of where I get a little sassy um, and drop some colorful language. And maybe you'll be in the mood for that. Maybe you're, you're in the mood to get sassy with me. So there's a lot of those shows as well to choose from. So in any case, stay safe, be well, and most of all, tits up, ladies. You got this. 